Welcome back to the Crossover Podcast, show we get comics, pop culture, and sports, and it is sports time, as we are here to talk a little baseball. Um, I know uh, last time you were on, Craig, we said that you probably wouldn't be back for March Madness, but then I was hammering out the schedule for this week, and by God, I forgot that uh, baseball starts in like two weeks. Yeah, it's soon. Yeah, much earlier than you. I'm actually a little, I'm, I'm actually glad for it, because you know what, uh, Hockey's not doing it for me right now. I mean, I, I kind of just want the playoffs to start in both that and haven't been watching the NBA, but it seems like most teams, from the clips I've been seeing, it seems like most of the teams actually playing the games want the season to be over as well from yes. some of the gifts I've seen. Um, that is the voice of Craig Needles, by the way, who is here with me to talk um, Major League Baseball over and unders, a podcast that we have done pretty well on the last couple of years, i got to say. Last yeah. year... Uh, very well. The the two bets that I actually placed last season, the mm. Phillies over yep. and the Twins over, I went two for two. Well, I should I should say placed heavy amounts of money mm-hmm. on. I went one for two. Yeah. Uh, the Phillies over had a little more juice on it, so I wound up making a, a small amount of dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Twins were the only one we whiffed on last year, big time, right? Like that was uh, we, we. Well, if, if we if we could have like we'll talk about the Twins briefly, but if we could have yeah. said, oh yeah, Byron Buxton and Miguel Sano are going to combine for like negative point four WAR. Yeah. By Baseball References metrics, I think we both would have said maybe the Twins over isn't quite the bet we want. <laughs> yeah. Just that like. That and that came out of nowhere. So. No, oh no, it was it was a bizarre, unconscionably bizarre outlier of a season that happens every once in a while. It's just what that's what happens when you place as many and, bets uh, as we I'll, do. You're gonna get clipped. <laughs> like spoiler alert! Yeah. You know what bet I really like this season? Probably the Twins over. The, I really like the Twins over. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we'll get to them a- as per usual when we do this uh, team. We will go through in alphabetical order, uh, spending a little bit more time on certain teams and others except for we always uh, flip the last two teams because we talk about the blue jays last on this particular podcast so first up on the 2019 major league baseball over under podcast from the crossover podcast is the arizona diamondbacks last year 82 wins this year over under of 75 and a half i'm looking at their lineup craig and there is a notable absence of paul goldschmidt yeah, it turns out he plays St. Louis now. Yeah. Um, I. Uh, it's not a bad lineup. Like I don't. No, I don't. I don't. Yeah. I don't mind this team to be honest. No. Um, the, here's the thing though: the division's tough. Yes. Because you look at the Dodgers and they're really good, and then you keep thinking to yourself, "Oh wait, hold on a sec. Colorado is a pretty good baseball team as well. The Padres are have improved significantly got a bunch of good young players and oh yeah Manny Machado's on that team now mm-hmm. um I, I think the Giants are in line for a horrendous season yeah. they're going to be they're going to I think it's just going to be an awful year for them they're they're the fifth place team in this division the, the Diamondbacks might be fourth I I like I don't I like I like uh, in another division though I would feel better about this roster but mm-hmm. I just I think they're going to be in a tough spot here. Yeah, stay away from me. Like the lineup though, Kettle Marte is leading off. They got like uh, David Souza. You and I have always liked because we see we used to see a lot of them for the Tampa Bay Rays. But I don't know if I like them hitting fourth. But uh, I, no, and, yeah. and and obviously Goldschmidt is like you you lose a ton of production not yeah. having he's mm-hmm. he's one of the four or five best hitters in the world. Um. But I, I don't, I don't, 
We'll see. I, I, I don't I don't hate the over here. The the thing I'd be concerned about is the fact that they're trying to, to uh, skew younger. And at some point, there's going to be a conversation about what if we were to trade Zach Granke. And mm-hmm. sure, like that, yeah, I think that should be something that you would want to do. Uh, so I, well, we'll see. But uh, yeah. I, 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 if someone were to want to bet the over here, I would. I would very much understand it, but it's not one of the ones that I'm. It's not one of the ones that I'm circling. That's for sure. Yeah, I agree. I really like the. I, li- I like the top half of the rotation with Granky Ray and Godley, but uh, just not for me. The seventy-five and a half. I think that's exactly where it should be, and uh, see no reason to place an actual bet on it. Um, next up, the Atlanta Braves. Last year, they were one of the teams you and I were salivating over on their over, which I believe they were like seventy-eight or something like that. Yep. And, and they wound nine, up winning 90 the wins, yeah, and won oh. the division in 90 wins. God, we loved them. Um, this year, 86 and a half on the over-under. A little bit of juice on the under, Craig, minus 130. Um, I love the over. Again. Yeah, I, I do, and you're actually getting points. So you're getting plus 105 on the over. Um, so I do like the Braves over. Um, Josh Donaldson's hitting second for them. Yeah, I think if, if, if you're playing in a National League fantasy uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. fantasy league, I love Josh Donaldson this season. Yeah, on a cushy one-year deal. My God in heaven. Yep. He's trying to reestablish value, try to go, uh, try to win big again next offseason. I think that Josh Donaldson's uh, representation has made a mistake there from the perspective of teams aren't paying guys his age big anymore. Mm-hmm. So if he had a chance to take the big, uh, I don't know what kind of money is out there, but if he had a chance to get the big money last season, I would have gone for it. But I, uh, I like... Uh, I, I like the team, and I know that there are some people that are angry. Hey, why didn't you go get Bryce Harper? Hey, why didn't you go get, you know, uh, what, Manny Machado, whoever it happens to be, and add to the lineup? I know that signing Machado and Donaldson would have been dumb, but just bear with me for a second. Uh, why didn't you go and add to this lineup a little more? But I, I look at the Braves team, and what spot do you want to go get somebody else? Freeman, you're, you're probably not going to have a better first base than Freddie Freeman. Uh, you know, Albies was fantastic last season. Swanson is a former first overall pick. I don't think they're going to get a shortstop to bump him out of there. They went out and got a third baseman. I feel pretty good about Flowers and McCann as a catching combo. It's not the yeah. best, but uh, you have a Kenyan left field, which, uh, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So they, they, they've, they've, got, they've got fantastic players all over the place. And then the thing that's probably the best thing about this team is – the rotation is supremely talented, yeah. and if somebody gets hurt, there are other supremely talented guys ready to come in there. Yeah. It's not the name with a rotation with a ton of name value, but uh, I, I love this over this. I, I think that's going to be one that I uh, that I rush for. I, I think that's fantastic. I agree. I really like it. The only thing that worries me about their rotation is that, what, like you said, they've got guys that can probably uh, do a next man up thing. But Fultonavich with the you know right elbow soreness is something that always sure. that that I'm always that, like, yeah. That's that's always concerning. <laughs> I just think yeah. that, that no no team is more prepared mm-hmm. for, uh-oh, what if a starting pitcher gets hurt this season mm-hmm. than Atlanta. I really yeah. believe that. I, I completely agree. So you and I both like the over on the Atlanta Braves. Next and, up. And based on the way things are going to yeah. go in 2019 for the Toronto Blue Jays, mm-hmm. wouldn't Alex Anthopoulos' team win the World Series? Wouldn't that just be like one of the things to really <laughs> just, put the dig in? Just twisting the knife? Yeah. 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 Oh. Well... Not, not that I would be opposed to that, because I'd be very happy for Alex Anthopoulos yeah, if that would happen. Yeah, but. 
it would yeah. it, it would suck from our end for a little bit, but uh, good for him. Uh, well, yeah. the, the people that really hate the Shapiro Adkins, and I'm sure we'll talk about the Jays more a little later up. Mm-hmm. But the people who really hate the Shapiro Adkins combination would have a real <laughs> bolstered argument with, oh well, yeah, the guy that uh, Rogers decided wasn't good enough to run the team. Well, you're not going to believe what he's been doing yeah. anyway. Oh god, it, it's kind of weird that like. The Jays, like, just speaking of the Anthopolis era, that, that, that big three-headed monster we have of Batista, Donaldson, and Encarnacion, none of those guys have got their money, really. If, if Certainly you, not. No, not, like, not right? since they were in Toronto. No. Right. Like, well, Ed, Edwin basically cost himself $20 million because his agent misread the market, mm-hmm. um, which is happening to Craig right Kimbrell. Now. Yeah, that that is literally happening to Craig Kimbrough as we speak. By the way, the misreading the market. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. <laughs> either way, uh, yes, the 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 money that we the people thought it would take to keep that particular core together hasn't been there. And and here's the thing: they were right on Bautista. Mm-hmm. Let's not give him the huge extension. Um, they were probably right on Incarnacion, mm-hmm. and we'll see what we'll see if they're right on Donaldson or not. Yeah, just weird, just ba- based on like. Yeah, to, and the other uh, thing we'll talk now, about this right? when we get to the Yankees. Yes, mm-hmm. the other thing we'll we'll see if they're right on. Hey, we should pay Tulowitzki to play for some other team. That that's that's the other bet they've made. Cool. We'll see if that turns out this yeah. season. Um, well, we can get into the AL East on our next couple of teams. First up, the Baltimore Orioles coming off a the worst season of the modern era of baseball. I would say the 2018 Baltimore Orioles are the worst baseball team I've ever seen. Yeah, I, 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 I think I agree, just based on if you prorate everything into into the modern yep. era. And, baseball, and the most hilarious thing about got. the 2018 Baltimore Orioles, when it, there's all this talk right now about, oh, this team's tanking, this team's tanking. Mm-hmm. The 2018 Baltimore Orioles did not start the season out tanking. No, absolutely not. That wasn't the plan. No. Nope. But it turns out they had terrible players. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then got nothing for Manny Machado. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, nothing that helped that last year's True. team. Yeah. We'll, see, we'll see if they have guys that will, will wind up helping them, but mm-hmm. yes. Uh, 47 wins last year. On Over-under total, I never thought I would see in my life. 59 and a half, Craig. 105 on the over, minus 135 I've, on the under. I've, I've been looking at this. Mm-hmm. Um, Their lineup, I tell you, I look at it and, like, it's Trey, terrible. Trey Mancini might be the only, like, actual big leaguer they have on the team. Now yes. they've done the right thing. I'm not sure. Is Jonathan VR, like, an actual big league shortstop right now? I mean, I think he's, like, he definitely belongs. Or second base, in, I should say. Yeah, second base. He definitely belongs in the league. Right, but should yeah, he he's not. Playing? He shouldn't be an everyday player. No, should he be an everyday second baseman? Probably not. No. So Chris, I think Chris Davis. I think it's it's very obvious that Chris Davis yeah. is not a major league baseball player anymore. No, I think that. I'm looking at their projected lineup, and he's saying, like at the very least he's dropped down to the bottom half of the lineup as opposed to when they refuse to move him. Well, the they're they're not paying spot. him like he's sitting down there, are they? True. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just have I, I I've got to read Chris Davis' slash line from last season because oh. like it's 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 it right truly now. remarkable that this type of of season existed for a man making that type of money mm-hmm. and he continued to get played appearances. Uh, Chris Davis had a 243 on base percentage last year, slugged 296. His OPS plus was 50. Keep in mind this is a bat only first baseman yeah. designated hitter type. That was good for almost negative three war by the baseball reference uh, measure of the formula. That's in 128 baseball games, by the way. How many if he had played did he have last year? 
Chris Davis struck out 192 times. Yeah, they're projecting him for another 190. <laughs> Just yeah. to, not to pile on, but yeah. <laughs> um, that might be, I think that's the worst season mm-hmm. any individuals have that I can remember. Yeah. Like it's... a bat only first baseman with an OPS plus of 50, getting 522 plate appearances. Yeah. I can't remember anyone having a season that like if, 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 if like you know send me email me or whatever tweet me if you can remember a season that bad, but that is horrendous. Yeah, like because even in like the like remember the old Adam Dunn fantasy days where you yeah. you, you drafted yeah, at the Adam very Dunn, least there right? was a ton of walks. Yeah, right. Yeah, Adam that, Dunn. That, like that wasn't there for Chris Davis. No. That wasn't part of this. Yeah, like Adam Adam Dunn at the end of the year you'd you'd be like. Oh, 200, but you'd be like, oh man, look at all those home runs though, right? (laughs) Like, and and that's the thing, like, like, okay, he's, he's like, basically he's either going to, like the three true outcome situation, right? Mm -hmm. He's probably not going to get a lot of singles, but he will hit a lot of home runs and he's going to work a lot of counts and get walks and thus making him a player of, Mm -hmm. in some years, significant value in Major League Baseball. Mm -hmm. Chris Davis did stuff sort of like that. He was never a huge on-base percentage guy. But there was a time when Chris Davis was a very, very excellent major league hitter. 2013 was his last All-Star season, but Chris Davis slashed 286, 376, 34. He finished third in MVP voting. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that one of the more predictable outcomes in recent memory as far as a, a, the signing of a contract goes is when Chris Davis signed that contract in 2016, it pays him $23 million a year until he's 36 years old. That is a very bad contract. The Baltimore Orioles owe him another $92 million between now and the end of that contract. And he is not only not good enough to play in the major leagues, like he probably would be roughly replacement level if he was playing in AAA. Mm-hmm. And they owe him $92 million. That's, that's, that's bad. That's incredibly bad. Um, all that said... We've been sitting here bagging on the Oilers, or bagging on the Oilers. Jesus, man. Oh, bagging well, on the Oilers. Both, both franchises worthy of being bagged on. True. Um, um, do you think that they find a way to win 60 games? I've been looking yes. into this. Yes, I do. And in this era of, you know, of, of tanking, mm-hmm. teams not winning 60 games has become more common. There were two yep. this past season that didn't do it, Kansas City and Baltimore. Um, in 2017, there were a couple as well. So it's it's becoming something just based on the way that the Major League Baseball CBA looks right now. Mm-hmm. Something that is more and more common that that, that teams don't crack the 60 win barrier. Mm-hmm. So all this being said, I, uh, I I I would never take the under on a bet like this, mm-hmm. but. I, I don't feel as though I'm confident in the over. Fair. I, uh, you know what I mean? Like that's. Oh yeah. Yeah. If, to me, it, 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 you're either just taking the over or you're staying away. Cause I don't think I can mathematically as a gambler responsibly take the under on this just because, and you and I have this rule that we've said on this podcast every year we come on and we talk about this rule that we have that we call the 60, 60 rule. And the 60, 60 rule states that, even you could put together the greatest baseball team in the history of the game, you're still probably going to lose 60-ish games. The Houston Astros lost 60 games. Uh, yeah, uh, they're and they're really good. Yeah, exactly. Right, and, uh, and, and like and now obviously there's outliers, right? Like there's going to be sure outliers. the Dodgers won 104. Yeah, uh, the Red Sox in won 2017. Last year, yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Like, like they're, they're, they're outliers. 
Like there's yeah, like for, but for for the vast majority of cases, exception yeah. of two maybe three teams a year, you're going to win at least sixty. You're going to lose, lose at, at least, least 60. sixty, regardless. And you could put together, and, and on the flip side of that, you can put together the shittiest baseball team that's ever existed. You're probably still going to win fifty games, sixty games, not fifty, sixty games ish games. Yep. And then it matters what you do in the other forty base, forty two baseball games that uh, determines your season really. Um, there has not been, I, I, I don't have it in front of me, but I, I went back and I looked at the number of teams that had back-to-back seasons of like 60 losses. Aren't too many of recent memory. Um, mostly it, it, it was like a lot of, not too many. There, there was like one in the modern day era. Uh, and I can't mm-hmm. remember. Even those Houston teams head. that were losing on purpose. It, I don't think yeah, lost. Exactly. Uh, Only did it once, I think. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, and, and like the, the teams that did it, uh, with, you know, regular skill, were like from you know like the 20s i think it was like the, the phillies in the 20s lost a bunch and i'm like oh okay well you know they barely allowed black people in the league at that time so i'm not really looking to and played like with one baseball the entire game so i'm you know not really counting that sort of thing so i mm-hmm. think you've got to take the baltimore orioles over here but i don't feel strong enough to make it one of my big ones but i'm just cautioning everybody that if i were to bet it i would take the baltimore orioles and and just trust that most of the time, you're going to be right on this one, just yeah, based on what we've seen. Uh, the 2000 and and this is bizarre to say because they won the World Series like four years later. The 2013 Houston Astros lost yeah. 111 baseball games. Yeah, but even good. the next year they won 70. True. So yeah. mm-hmm. you know, like I just I just if you're running here's the here's the thing though where there's a bit of a disconnect as far as the that that 66. Rules is you say okay if you're running usually players out there you're going to win sixty and you're going to lose sixty. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure Baltimore's running yeah. major league players. Yeah, that is that is the counter, and that's that's where my hesitation comes in. Yeah, is like how many actual like we said how many actual guys that are for sure big leaguers are on this roster, and how many guys that are actually everyday player big leaguers are on this roster, and the answer is not a high number. Sticking with the AL East, Boston Red Sox, 108 wins last year, a World Series championship, a bunch of happy potato faces, uh, and uh, a lot of people throwing up in their mouths. Um, 94.5 this year, uh, minus 120 on the over, minus 110 on the under. Um, give me the under, Craig. I, I Yeah, I, I think so too. Yeah, give me the under on the 94.5. It's it's just the... the um, I, I come on here every year, and I basically one of my rules is whichever team just won the World Series, pretty much just take the under on their mid to high ninety projection for the next season. I just I don't know what it is. Every year I come in here and I suggest that, and every year it, it comes through is to just. Now you look at the lineup, fantastic lineup. They've absolutely they, like no doubt. Um, I mean the lineup or sorry the 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 rotation they've got is kind of a who knows like obviously you know you're going to get like nearly 300 uh, strikeout or you're going to get like over 250 strikeouts from sale and he's going to do his thing and be awesome but what the hell are you getting out of david price this year and uh same with rick porcello nate eovaldi we, we like much has been made about how the red sox tried to blow out his arm last year in the uh in the playoff run and like so, so who knows? I just it, great lineup. They're going to win a bunch of games and probably participate in the playoffs. Uh, but I just we have a little rule on this podcast: if you win the World Series, we take the under on you next year because it's just so hard to repeat that uh, level of wins in baseball. Again, perhaps they are an outlier, much like the Baltimore Orioles. But yeah, yeah. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. Mm-hmm. 
if the number was, you know, 99 and a half, like, yeah. oh, they got to win 100 games to get paid, then yeah, yeah. sure. 94, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, it's, uh, it's not good. I, 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 I lean towards the under two, but I mm-hmm. don't think I, like, you know, I could see them scoring enough runs to win 94 games. Yeah, not, not, like, I'm not strong on it, It's but I would just recommend the under. It's just like, yeah, it, it wasn't like the year after the Cubs came out and, and the Cubs had like a 98 and a half or some garbage. And I was like, you gotta be yeah. shitting me. And the, the Astros, the yeah. Astros did last year too. I think yeah. they were 99 and a half. Yeah. And we were like, under, what are you doing? <laughs> like, this is ridiculous. No. Yeah. I had a hard time with that under just because I thought so much of the roster and I still do, but yeah, it's, it's just different conversation. Yeah. For whatever reason, baseball, doesn't they're another like team that. that even if a starter gets hurt, they have guys, but that's a different, again, we'll talk about them later. Yeah. Well, speaking of the Chicago Cubs, they're up next 95 and a half. Or sorry, ninety. Sorry, ninety-five was the, was the the wins they had last year. Um, unfortunately, Craig, they have moved the Chicago Cubs line down to when I bet the under. Their under is now eighty-eight and a half. I bet them a couple weeks ago under ninety-three wins. So their over/under total has significantly come down because the juice is even on uh, the others. Well, the, uh, the the projection systems really do not like the Cubs this season. Yeah, I, I for a variety of reasons. I took. The I think uh, one of I think uh, I, I, one of the projection like you know the the the, the robots hasn't finishing fourth in the uh, National League Central, mm-hmm. which you know I can understand why you would think that if you don't know about what what Cole Hamill's situation is going to be. Jose Quintana was a bit of a mess last year. Um, you Darvish was more than a bit of a mess last year. There are going to be some questions in the lineup. I, I can, I can understand why you would think to yourself, Hey, look, how good is this team? Really? They're going to have some, I think they're going to have some issues when it comes to uh, rotation depth and things along those lines. Cause they've had, uh, they've had some guys be uh, a little bit disappointing. And obviously Darvish, as we've discussed is, um, has been in a bad spot. So mm-hmm. I, uh, I, 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 the projection system's down on the Cubs. I think I take the over on 88, but I understand yeah. why people are pounding the under. Well, I pound, like I pounded it at, at 93, and now I'm thinking, I'm, if like I, I, I'm wondering if I can uh, can take a little. I'm, I'm Make, gonna bet, bet both, yeah, and I'm, then just kind of hope they finish in the. You know what? That, that's a middle. good idea. I'd probably I'm, do that if I were I you. I might do that. Yeah, because you know you're gonna win at least one bet, and maybe you're gonna win two. Yeah. I'm I'm going I'm probably going to look into how I'm going to have to do that where I see hope to get a nice middle with the Cubs there because I got a nice little three game cushion there. It's not like you know yeah, yeah. you've got games there. All right. Could well, you just imagine though, like the Cubs have already clinched a playoff spot and they're doing one of those games <laughs> that they expanded forty men when they're running out triple A guys and you're like oh I really need you guys to freaking win today. Or, yeah, it's true. <laughs> or if I need them to lose, conversely, if yeah. I need them to lose, and then it's like yeah, yes, triple A, triple A, baby. And then of course, like yeah. you know, this the triple A starters just fanning down people on yeah. you know <laughs> whoever they play the last weekend of the oh, season. Man. Like oh man, he struck another three guys from the Reds. <laughs> yeah. All right, so the Cubs owe under, uh, but at 93. So we're, we're, we're kind of having them as a stay away at 88 and a half, but I might look to try in a middle one. Here's one I do like, Craig. Chicago White Sox. Last year, 62 wins. This year, 74 and a half. I like the over. I like See, the what's the, 74 and a half, did you 74 say? and a half for the Chicago White Yeah, Cubs. I like the over a lot too. This is one of my uh, this is the one of the ones I'm I am telling everybody 
to go ahead and place money on. The I, I absolutely love the over. I, I love this team. I think they're going to be high 70s, low 80s, perhaps. And I think I think they 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 come through on this one easily for everybody. Getting getting juice on the over too, plus 100. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. No, I I like the over a lot too. I think that it's uh it's a it's a young team. It's a good team. There's uh there's a, a lot of talent in the from the rotation perspective too. You know, I'm uh. I am uh, very much with you. I think that they, they're a team that really could have used Manny Machado because that was obviously their plan. Yeah. But um, well, no, this, is a, this is a good group. Yeah, considering they did that thing where they like hired like his like second cousin twice removed and like a bunch yeah, of they, other they people. Yeah, they signed John yeah. Jay, who's like yeah. you know, a family member in some way, shape, or form. But. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty funny. Uh, either way, really love the White Sox over. All right, here's another one I like, and I discussed this with you. And I think we're both going to be on the same page for this one. This is going to be the second full uh, hard recommendation from Matt Pierce. The only problem is it has moved a little bit. I still like the over, though. Even money on the over. The Cincinnati Reds last year won 67 games. I bet their over-under win total when it was 77 at the over. It is 79. I still like the over. I like the Reds to break 80 wins this year and finish above 500. Yeah, they're they're at least trying to win baseball games, which mm-hmm. is more than we can say for about half of the teams in the major leagues. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they have I like the over have, too. Like yeah. my only hesitation would be the NL Central's tough. It's true. It's true. I I I just I really think I don't I understand like why your... we can't take some of the teams in the NL East and just kind of spread them around. Yeah, uh, it's true. <laughs> Very good point. Um. Yeah, NL Central's tough. Um. I like the over too. I like the over too. Yeah. So the Cincinnati Reds, I'm, I'm, I'm saying again, the, the lines moved. I had them at over 77, and now they're 79. So I, at least I'm getting in early on these before the lines start shifting. Um, yeah, I just, I really like, like I, I love their, their lineup. Castillo, Wood, Tanner Rourke, I've always liked. Sonny Gray is the type of guy to me now that he's out of New York and in the National League, he's gonna have like close to 200 strikeouts or something like that. I, I, I think that, that that'll that help him too. I, yeah. if, if, if I were acquiring Sonny Gray, I'd want to be not playing in that silly ballpark that the Reds are. Yeah, great team. I'd want to be, if I'd want to be the San Diego Padres acquiring Sonny Gray, you know what I mean? Like fair. that, like, That's I get that it, it, it's only good for half the games, but I know, I, 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 I like mm. the trade for Cincinnati though, I do. All right. Um, Cleveland Indians. 91 wins last year, 90 and a half is the uh, the over so uh they're projected to pretty much uh, be in the same spot that they were last year uh francisco lindor uh seems like he's going to be ready for opening day which is good uh i really like trevor bauer to break out this year and have and to like maybe contend for the, i think he's for the good too. I, I should be clear i think he's good at pitching i don't think he's good at being a person well uh, well but he's not as bad as you know, like, well, so far we like. There's been no criminal activity that we know of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Power. I just think he's a douche. But yeah, uh, he just seems like a douche. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I. But I, what frustrates me about Cleveland is the fact that they decided to try and just like 
pare down and like half-ass save money this year, yeah. and they're still going to be easily the best team in this division. Like, fuck off. <laughs> yeah. That's not their fault, though. That's the. I that's I, I know, but like the fact that like, yeah. oh yeah, we can actually just cheap out a little bit this season and still win the division. Yeah. That's it's more on everybody else's ineptitude than than yeah. on theirs. But yeah, if you're the Toronto Blue Jays and you're staring at the Yankees and the Red Sox, it's like, yeah, maybe go screw yourself there, Cleveland. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty much how I feel. Yeah. I'm sure there's gonna be some, there's gonna be some team in the NL Central is like our our roster is as good as theirs and. <laughs> They somehow have 98 wins and we have 82. Yeah, um, yeah I, uh, I, I guess uh, I, I'm. This is not going to be one that I put many money on. I, I think they're still going to win this division, though. And the thing is, like, they can probably still win this division with like 88 games. So whatever. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if if you're one of those compulsive types that just has to gamble, I would probably take the over on the 90 and a half because, as you suggested, they're going to get a lot of cupcake matches in the uh in within the division so might take it over but don't like the minus 20, 120 juice so uh moving on uh next up the colorado rockies craig uh colorado last year 91 wins this year 84 and a half uh do you like right the line the for me again? Mm-hmm. um i'm gonna take the under okay on 84 and a half uh, minus one fifteen going both ways. I I, I kind of like the under. I, I a lot of the, the you know the the advanced stack guys did not like or did not necessarily believe in what the Rockies were doing last year. So uh, one would think a uh, step back is is. Well, way. I'll ask you this: How many spots do they have on the, as far as their everyday lineup? How many spots do they have a guy who you will be? confident in th- that guy being an above average major leaguer for guys not named charlie blackman yeah basically third base shortstop right field right that's it yeah yeah arenado story I, I, Daniel I, murphy always kind of pulls like weird yeah but i think that we're too. i think we're kind of seeing things uh yeah fall apart a little bit for daniel murphy but true well they got him hitting in the two spot or at least he's projected to be hitting in the two spot so uh yeah, who knows? Who knows? Um, yeah, that was it was, it was it was it was a nice season last year. It was yeah. a good season. But the uh, DJ LeMahieu is 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 out of the deal, which like he's not a superstar by any means, but he's mm-hmm. he was a decent player. Um, I uh, yeah, I uh, I like I, I, I yeah, I, I like the under. I like the under. Yeah. Uh, the Detroit Tigers last year, sixty four wins. Over under 68 and a half, Craig. My question to you is if you're a Detroit Tigers fan, what is getting you up out of your seat and over to the ballpark to watch the Detroit Tigers play? I would say Miguel Cabrera counting stats for as far as a Hall of Fame resume. Mm-hmm. Like That's something, despite the fact that Miguel Cabrera is... Basically, I'm not going to say he, he looked washed last year. Yes. Oh, right. yeah. Yes, he very much did. Um, that's like I, I don't. I, I honestly don't know what there is beyond that. Like it. it like um, I, I was going on around there. Um, you maybe think that Casey Myers comes up this season. I don't know if that's something that they're going to do, but like that's something that you think. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's 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 not a good baseball team. It's really not a good baseball team. Matthew Boyd 
had the most starts amongst Detroit Tigers pitchers last season, mm. which isn't good. No, <laughs> like, he was about an average. He's an average, yeah, average. Their rotation is ass. Like it is ass. It's not situation. It's not a good situation. Um. But this is kind of the penance they paid for always trading. For, like they traded so many prospects, there wasn't a whole lot of focus on development for a long time because they wanted to win in the Verlander Cabrera era. Which, like, hey, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I, 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 that's totally reasonable. Um, that's that's probably how you should do it. If you've got two superstars in their prime, of course you should try to load up and try to win when you have those guys. Um, because it's hard to find superstars, let alone two that this team had for a long time. So they're they're kind of paying the piper for that now is the moral of the story and they've got some they've got some bad bad money here too mm. just sucks that during that 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 run that you mentioned there the biggest thing was they never found a relief pitcher <laughs> like yes. they, they could and it was just like and even guys good during a regular season mm-hmm. just the, the 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 tigers bullpen meltdowns in october were so consistent and yeah. so killer it was uh, it was it was tough to watch and exceedingly predictable. They played in a couple World Series despite that, and that's fine. But uh, um, just weren't uh, weren't there at the end. Yeah. Um, next up, a team that everybody loves to watch, the Houston Astros. Craig, last year, 103 wins, second most in the league, uh, 96 and a half this year. Uh, I like them. Yeah, I, I, but like I, I know I, they've lost. I know they've lost a couple pieces out of the rotation mm-hmm. in Morton and presumably Keuchel. Obviously, uh, mm-hmm. he hasn't signed anywhere yet, but I presume it's not in Houston when he signs. But you think just like, oh man, they've lost a couple of good pitchers. Then Justin Verlander, Garrett Cole, Colin McHugh, Wade Miley, Brad Peacock. Yeah. Oh, like that's actually pretty good. Yeah. So. You know, you can you, you find ways around it, and you think to yourself, okay, what's the lineup looking like every day? Mm-hmm. Altuve, Correa. Bregman, Springer, Michael Brantley's on this team now. Brantley, because yeah. Whatever. <laughs> like, um, and then the bullpen is probably going to be exceedingly good with featuring former Toronto Blue Jay, Roberto Osuna. Yeah. Uh, but there's uh, there's some pretty good players out in that bullpen, too. It's uh, This is the best team in the American League, I think. They were last year, but you know sometimes just playoff series don't go your way. And they, they basically had a series against Boston, which every conceivable break went against them. Yeah. Sucks. Uh, I mean, I, I agree with you on the over/under. I just am morally opposed to taking lines that high. I just, I'll, I'll, you'll very rarely see me take over. I think unquestionably, this to me is by far the best team in baseball. Yeah, I, I, I team in baseball. Completely agree. Could not agree more. Uh, Los Angeles Angels, Craig. Uh, eighty wins last year. Eighty-two and a half this year. <sighs> there will be books written. About wasting Mike Mike Trout's prime. Oh God, will there ever? <laughs> and the fact that this team didn't manage to be anything better than mediocre, despite the fact that they had like one of the best players that's ever played. Um, and they had it wasn't like oh it's a budget situation. There was like there was lots of fucking money around. They're just wasting it. Jeez, yeah. um, I wish Otani was actually going to pitch this year. Yeah, I was gonna say he's not there. hitting Otani's fun, but yeah. pitching Otani would be good to have. Is he He'd be is handy? He, is he just flat out not pitching this year? Or yeah, they, well, he's, come he's, yeah, that? yeah, I think that's the likely the outcome here. Yeah, but uh, he had that surgery, right? So uh, yeah, yeah, he's he's still playing catch and whatnot since yeah. the tenth. Uh, but I don't think we're gonna actually see him on a mound throwing with uh, 
with a lot of effort this year, but I think that we'll still see him, you know, take some swings. Yeah. Um, is he projected to? Is he? He's not going to start the season on the team, right? Uh, like, like, is he going to be in the lineup to start the season? I don't think so. I, I don't. I don't think so. But I think that he's going to be hitting at some point this year. Would yeah. be the would be the plan. Mm-hmm. So let's see. Um, this team, like the Justin Upton contract, is bad. Oh. Uh, the Pujols thing obviously is a disaster. My, oh, and it was just, it's like get why they made that trade, but whatever. Like it just they're. What's it the, just feels as though they're just trying to uh, contend with Trout and, and and try to impress people because oh look how look at all these guys we have besides Trout but just it just never works and and they're never terrible they're just mediocre every year. Yeah. And they've done a lot to make the farm system better but still. Uh, I mean, my favorite thing involving the Trout contract situation that's happened so far is after uh, Harper got his uh, three hundred mil. Somebody tweeted something along the lines of, uh, well, the Angels are going to try to give Trout, like, 10 years, $350 million or something. And then Keith Law responded to that. Oh, that's adorable. <laughs> right? yeah, and I was just like, way to go, Keith. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't... I'm, that, that's, a, I'm, that's a legitimately good question. Is like, I, I honestly wonder where that's half a billion. And you and I have talked about this for the last, like, four years. Is, ha- is, is $500 million in play for Mike Trout? Is is ten years five hundred million? So ten play. years, five hundred million dollars. Yeah, is that in play? We we we've talked about. That. I I think it might have to be. I I think he, I think five hundred million dollars in play, but he might have to uh, exchange more than ten years of his life to get it. Yeah, is what I would say. Very true. Yeah, like fifteen, like fifteen for five for five hundred or something like that. Uh, I'm, it might be thirteen, like Harper's deal. Yeah, there might be doubts in there on the whole thing. Uh, I'm just. Trying to think about when when that actual negotiation is going to start. I'm looking at the the rest of Trout's contract here. Mm-hmm. He is owed thirty four million dollars this year and next. Mm-hmm. And then so oh, yeah, so he's got two years left essentially, and he will be twenty eight mm-hmm. uh, when that contract comes to a close. So if you sign him for thirteen years, you got until he's forty one. But whatever, he's Mike Trout. Yeah. Um, worst contract in sports right now: uh, Albert Pujols or John Wall. The fact that you hesitate uh, let, lets, yeah. lets us know how, that, just how that, bad the John Wall really, contract that is. That is a truly, truly good question. Yeah. Um, I think Pujols, but based yeah. on how injured Wall is, we have no idea what he's going to look like when he gets back. I think Pujols, but there's a chance that, like, for all we know, Wall's not an NBA player anymore. Yeah. Uh, it's tough. I think I'd rather my team have Wall's contract than Pujols, it's, but it's it's mm-hmm. it's the, the, the yeah the fact that we're sitting here thinking about it this much is is probably not a good sign for either of those guys. <laughs> yeah, so bad. Um, apologies to the city of Kansas City. I actually skipped over you guys there, so uh, we're gonna double back. Oh, here. they were just talking about it anyway. Yeah, uh, <laughs> fair. Uh, we're gonna double back and just talk about the Royals real quick. Uh, Fifty-eight wins last year. One of the two teams that couldn't crack uh, the sixty-sixty rule. Uh, 69 and a half this year, Craig. 115 going both ways for the Kansas City Royals. Under. Yeah, I agree. But um, what, what about this team makes you think they're winning 70 baseball games this season? Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. Rotation like, is terrible. Uh, no, no, that's just, this right. is not a 
Back them to crack the sixty rule, but like I like I would have yeah, them sure. top they, down they, with like sixty two, sixty three. I've no pro- like if if the line was fifty nine and a half, I'd feel differently about this. But yeah. uh, I just don't, don't understand what it is about this team that people would think, oh yeah, seventy wins. That's something they're going to do, especially now that we know Sal Perez is going to play baseball this season. Yeah, oh, <laughs> terrible for him. UCLs are the worst. Um, the other LA team, Los Angeles Dodgers, 92 wins last year, 93 and a half this year, Craig. 115 going both ways for the Los Angeles Dodgers. I like them bringing in Pollock. Yeah, me too. Russell Martin's going to be catching for them too, thus destroying that uh, hilarious Sportsnet cover from uh, 2015 after they made those trades. Officially, everybody from that cover is no longer on the Toronto Blue Jays. I will say the fact that we just did the Royals that that 2015 Jays team was on far and away the best team in baseball, and the playoffs are stupid. Uh, uh, that <laughs> call against Ben Revere. Every time I hear yes. Ben Revere's name for the rest of That's my life, I'm going to remember yep. that sh- that awful at bat. That was not his fault, by the way. That was an incredible yeah. at bat by him. And he was robbed of, of us tying that game. Ah, so bad. And uh, the kid with the Amish beard, like, grabbing the home run. Grabbing the, oh, Ugh, that, awful. Yeah. We yeah. did blow game game two, though. We could have easily, yes. uh, we, we, now that it was. Should've, it should have been 1-1 coming back to Toronto. It should have, yeah. If we had Brett Cecil still, if Brett Cecil didn't uh, tear his freaking hamstring, hamstring run around run yeah. to first base, we would have won that, uh, we, we would have won game two. Uh, no, that was, um, wasn't that the. The following year, 2016, that Cecil was hurt. No, I can't remember now. I, no, I just I remember Brett Cecil was like our best. He was our best relief pitcher that year. Yeah, and he was not available in that game too. So I'm fairly certain it was it was it was the game too because we were up three nothing and Price was cruising yes. and then we turned it over to the bullpen and the bullpen kind of fell apart and it was like, well, if we had Brett Cecil here, I'll bet this wouldn't be happening because he he just would have cleaned up that eighth inning and then we would have got to Osuna, uh, which is you know uh, hindsight being what it is, but whatever. Yeah. Oh, yes. Issa was on the roster for that series against Kansas City, but didn't throw a single pitch. So, yeah, yeah you're right. Uh, the Dodgers. Yeah, anyways. Uh, great team. Great. Uh, uh, they're probably going to win, or at least they're going to be in the playoffs is the point. Uh, 93 and a half, though. Do you like uh, over, over for me? Yeah. All right. I, I think I agree. I know that Kershaw has been the, the health is a bit of a question mark right now, but mm-hmm. uh, they're another team where – there's a ton of depth. And here's the other thing about the Dodgers is they've got prospects. It's not as many as they did have at one point, but uh, uh, they also have infinity dollars. So if they're in a situation yeah. where they need guys, they can go get them. Uh, Miami Marlins. Uh, now we've entered the dregs. 63 wins last year. 63 and a half this year, Greg. <laughs> Minus 130 juice on the under, so you can't even like the under. And <laughs> I don't know. I, I What a ridiculous ridiculous franchise it's every year every year with this I, I until i see some actual progression with this team i am never going to be able to recommend actually pulling money out of your wallet purse clutch whatever you happen to use and putting it down <laughs> on the miami marlins like it's just it's baffling absolutely baffling to me this team so bad um, yeah, stay away on the Marlins because you can't get juice going the way you want it to go. So, yeah, so they're out of here. Next up, a team I really do like, Craig. Uh, this is a bet I like. Milwaukee Brewers. And they've moved the line again. God damn it. Last year, 96 wins in a playoff appearance for the Brewers. Uh, this year, 86 and a half is the over-under. Uh, earlier this week, they were 88 and a half, and I took the under. 
Uh, I still like the under at 86 and a half. And you're getting juice on the under plus 100 for the Milwaukee Brewers. What say you, good sir? I think I like the over. Oh, interesting. At 88, you like it at 86. 88 and a half, I don't know. I looked at that and I'm like, Jesus, under. I really like this team. Okay. So, I think they're. The, I, I think they might be the best team in the NL. Like, I I, I don't know if you're going to get the same season you got out of Yellick last year, but he like he's obviously a superstar. Um, I like the the rotation a little bit. I, I think that they've got some guys that are coming up there that uh, uh, will at least be re, be reasonable out of the pen. I and, and bringing in Grandal the catch. I think that's uh, that's an upgrade too. Um, I, I've got some questions about Mike Moustakas playing second base, but but that was a typo one. No, was, no, was, that's what what's going on. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I, I, I think this is a really, really good team. Hmm. I'm, I'm into it. All right, I am not a fan of the rotation, which is why I am. I know that I know there's not a lot of name value in that rotation. I get that, and there's no horse in there, but. They're they're not going to be turning over the ball every five days to someone who's all, who's a, a, a consistent risk to get shelled. I don't think. I think that there's some talent there. Sure. All right. I'm going to stick with my guns on this one. I'm going to take the Milwaukee under. Uh, but I like that we're disagreeing. I like the back and forth. Um, the Minnesota Twins, the team that let us down last year, 78 wins they had, um, 84 and a half this year, minus 115 going both ways for the Minnesota Twins, Craig. Yeah, I'm. I think I that this know. might be the Dallas Keuchel destination too. Yeah, that yeah, okay. The, um, the, actually, the two teams of the la- the last two that we've talked about, I think, make a ton of sense for Dallas Keuchel. Um, yeah. Oh, I just I, I I like what they've they, they've done this off season. I do. I like uh, Nelson Cruz. I think fits in there extremely well in that lineup. Mm. Um, no, I I I think it's a good team. And I, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm taking the uh, the over on the Twins again. And I know Sano's got, uh, like he's not going to be around for the next little while, and that's fine. But uh, no, I, uh, and I think that there's going to be a big Byron Buxton bounce back as well. Yeah, they're just so crazy. They're, I just think it's happening. We mentioned it earlier. They're just an absolute like they, they, they they're a stats darling this year too because they're just expected to bounce back so fiercely this year because like every conceivable thing that could have gone wrong with the Minnesota Twins last year went wrong you know we, we discussed Sano just and Buxton Buxton who was playing all all universe defense by the way still had like a minus one uh, yeah it, it wore you know, he was, yeah, it obviously in and out of the lineup and up and yeah. down. It's, it's just it was just the season where every single thing that could have gone against the Twins did mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so you expect they catch some breaks this year, and, and yeah, I would I would think that they catch some breaks this year too. And you look at every single thing that could have gone went against them did, and they won seventy eight ball games. Yeah, I uh, I, I think that uh, if if they get a couple things go their way, maybe that I think that number can get to eighty five pretty quick. Yeah, yeah, I, I really like the uh, not not one of my big ones, but definitely really like the might actually place it after this, so I might make it one of my big ones. Kind of like the twins. So let's bounce back on the twins together, Craig. We'll we'll take the twins over. Next up, my favorite squadron, the Nye Mets. 77 wins last year, 85 and a half. This is another team expected to have a little little bounce back season. Kind of like them this year. Yep. I, 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 I like the over on 85 and a half for the Mets. Uh, minus 105 on the on the over. So, uh, what, What's the number, sir? Uh, 84 and a half. Oh, sorry, 85 and a half for the New York Mets. I'm, I, I want the under. You want the under? I know they went out and got Robinson Cano. They've got the two good pitchers. But 
I, I just I, I think that the, I think they're going to struggle to score runs, and I think that they will probably trade one, maybe both of those pitchers if things don't start off well. The hesitation for me is you're getting minus one twenty five on the on the under. Yeah. So I I, I from that perspective I like the uh, I like the under better, but you know at eighty five and a half for some reason eighty four and a half I feel like I wouldn't hesitate, but eighty five and a half I'm like. Uh, which is probably a bad, probably a sign that I should just, just, just walk away. I I do think that the Mets aren't like the Mets. Obviously, were like one of the joke teams last year in a in a year where two teams won less than sixty games. They were somehow still like weirdly, you know, kicked around a lot. But uh, I, I expect a, at least a little bit of a bounce back from the Mets this year. Really like the rotation. Really like the rotation. Well, yeah, the rotation's got two superstars in it. Yeah. Um, but, you know. New York Yankees, 100 wins last year. Three teams with 100 wins last year. Um, 96 and a half this year, Craig. These are some numbers right here. Uh, <laughs> tell me uh, if, you, if you feel like the Yankees uh, fans are uh, putting in a few homer bets here. The over, minus 145 on 96 and a half wins. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um. That's yeah, I I think this team is pretty good. Uh, I can't believe, uh, oh, they're very good, but I just can't believe I'm looking at it right now, and I really hope this projected lineup is lying to me, uh, in the sense that Brett Gardner is leading off. Like, can who we else, be just, who else? Who else do you want in that spot? I I don't know, but like, should, is Brett Gardner a guy who should be leading off in? in I just I don't know what. Uh, Let Judge I, lead I off, bump can, everybody up one spot, Gardner down no, to like. You can't you can't six. have Judge lead off. You have Judge hit second, Stanton hit third. As long as you have those two things happening, whatever else you do is fine. But I just don't know what else. I just don't like because, you know, you've got mm-hmm. Gary Sanchez. You've got like, – I just don't know where else you're, you're putting the – who else the leadoff guy is. Like, do you have, do you have Hicks lead off? Like, maybe, I guess. But Yeah, I, I, that's the only name I was really thinking about is maybe Hicks. Um, they bring in Paxton. They got Hap. Tanaka's still there. Uh, CC Sabathia, they re-signed again on another one-year deal, but he's out yeah. till uh, the, the rotation. Actually, yeah, he's he's, he's going to be out for a while. The rotation actually is pretty decent. Oh yeah, Severino. I know, we, I know I know he's had some health issues in the spring, but if he's there to start the season, Severino, Paxton, Tanaka, Hap, Tanaka, Hap, you can make that work. Yeah. The thing that I would say to be concerned about is Dallin Batanzas' start today. The fastball is topping out at ninety-one, ninety-two. Ooh. That's, uh, Sorry, I should say start, but like his appearance today. Yeah, yeah. That, That's, was... that to me is a very significant red flag about is there a health issue, whatever it happens to be. Because if Dallin Batances is throwing that fastball 91-92 against Major League hitters, that is going to be a real problem. Yeah. That is going to be a real problem. Very much so. Um so that's just one guy from the pen, and they, they've got other guys out there, but that's just something to keep in, in mind that uh, reliever performance is volatile. Mm-hmm. I wonder if we see CC in the in the in the bullpen this year. Maybe I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's a thing that uh, like if, let, let, if they if they decide they want to go out and trade for a starter, maybe I yeah. I don't know if that's like you Wait, know he's just gonna keep on. he's gonna just sit there and, and, and mow down innings because that's what he does. Yeah, but uh, yeah, um, he's also suspend. He's also got a five game suspension he has to deal with between because he was chucking at guys. But yeah. Um, so yeah. That. yeah, I I just think that that Sabathia, like you know, the the late career, like is is he kind of like a the Bartolo Cologne for a new generation? Like is that what yeah, Sabathia? So. Is? Just like you know, strikes, yeah. 
he just goes out there. He's going to throw strikes, and he's not going to he's not going to overpower people like he used to earlier in his career. But he's going to go out there and he's going to get guys out, and he's going to throw 150 whatever innings a year, 160 whatever it happens to be, and move along. I hope so. I hope so. I love love the big fella pitchers. Mm-hmm. Um, next up, this is they moved the line again. I'm so glad I got in early on these. Good lord, Oakland A's 97 wins last year inexplicably i love the over that was one of the ones where i was just like laughing my ass off the entire time because uh, i believe they were like i believe their over under last year was something like 78 and <laughs> they won 97 games and god you and i were laughing 83 and a half this year craig matt pierce who has consistently bet the oakland athletics as vegas it just undervalues them constantly um this year, I saw them at 85 and a half, Craig, and I took the under mm-hmm. on the Oakland Athletics. They're at 83 and a half right now, and I still like the under. They're going to be one of my big picks, the Oakland Athletics under, I think. I uh, I have a hard time with this one because you, I, I, my question is this. If, if Oakland's not winning 85 baseball games, mm-hmm. who's finishing second in the NOS for you? And, and hey, maybe only one team in the NOS wins 85 baseball games, and that's fine. If, if that, but like, don't you think that someone's gonna get there? Fair. Like, because you yeah. look at they're they're gonna play the Angels a lot and they're gonna be mediocre again. And then Seattle and Texas are not trying to win baseball games this season. Mm-hmm. So that's I, I just are are is that gonna be a division where only one team wins eighty five games? And maybe the answer is yes. Um, but they're just there are a lot of teams in the American League specifically. Who are not trying to win this season? Yeah, it's true. And the, what, Oakland being one of the teams that's attempting to win baseball games. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, I, I I think they're going to be right in and around that eighty-five. So I'm I I'm, I don't love the over or the under, but I think they're going to be right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like that. I got the under on the eighty-five and a half before yes. uh, before they they shifted it. He, now this one right here, this is the biggest shift of the season so far, Craig. Obviously. Uh, you got to get in uh, early on Philadelphia because Bryce Harper's on their team now. Bryce Harper's on their team now. I got in on them for the over when it was 83 a week ago when they were Bryce Harperless. Uh, it was 83 at plus 105 for the over on the Philadelphia Phillies. It is now they and they just moved the games. They didn't move the juice, so you can still get plus 105 at 89 and a half. For the Philadelphia Phillies. So I have the Philadelphia Phillies at 83. That is obviously long gone because I bet that yeah. before. I think I would take the over on the Philly. Like, I really like this team. And yeah. I might, and I and I would have had to sit long. And I wouldn't have bet the over, but I would have had to sit long and hard and thinking about it at like 88 or so, even if Bryce Harper wasn't on the team. But he is. Uh, here's where they've improved. Uh, Reese Hoskins was a fantastic hitter last season, but a disaster in left field. Mm-hmm. He now gets to play first base because they moved Carlos Santana out of there. Uh, they can finally, hopefully, find a position for Scott Kingery. And just, okay, you're going to play second base or whatever it's going to be. Just find a spot for him, and hopefully he can improve because he was just a, he was a train wreck last season. But if he can improve a little bit from a, a bat perspective, they'll be in a good spot. They've got a shortstop that's going to play every day in Gene Segura now. Uh, I love what they did this offseason. And people say hey what about the back half of the rotation i like the back end of the rotation nola arietta uh, and that's a, that's a good start then pavetta uh eiflin and, and velasquez that don't know i'm i'm very much in on the over here with this team yeah 
So one of the the, the all time, or even at eighty nine and a half, I still like the over. And the fact that I have it at eighty three, I'm I feel like I'm laughing already. Pittsburgh and Andrew Fire. McCutcheon's on this team. That's pretty fun too. Yeah, we, you and I, a crossover podcast favorite as always, Andrew McCutcheon. Uh, so I, I, I I truly hope they go very far, and I truly hope they win. Uh, if like uh, if I if I someone to say to me, hey, who would you like to see win the whole thing this year? I would I, I think that I would strongly consider saying this team just because I'd like to see Andrew McCutcheon win. Yeah, and Bryce Harper would be pretty good too because I kind of don't like this overrated stuff that is. No, I'd like I'd like him to go out and just put up a a, a nine win season. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. he's capable of it. We've seen yeah. him do it before. Pittsburgh Pirates, eighty two wins last year, seventy seven and a half. Craig, I like the over. Yeah, me too. Um, I like I like this team more than a lot of people do. I like I like the rotation a lot. Uh, Tail and Archer and so mm-hmm. forth. Uh, Musgrove too was uh, was uh, had some moments last year. Uh, I understand that people are people are going to be concerned about them scoring runs, and I get that. Yeah, Archer's going to strike out over two hundred guys with a full season in the National <laughs> I think League. So, too. I think yeah. so. Too. And it's just he's just yeah, he's just going to eventually he's going to have a season, and I know that his peripherals state that he should have a better ERA each and every year so you start to wonder like is it something about him but uh, I think that eventually he just eventually it'll click for him so I, I like the, their spot this year I like their bullpen um, I, I do understand though if someone were to say hey how's this team going to score runs regularly mm-hmm. I get I think I think they'll be able to do enough uh, we're going to go a little bit rapid fire here um, San Diego Padres 66 wins last year 78 and a half this year adding Manny Machado plus 100 on the over I like the over yeah me too I uh, think they're the second best team in the NL West I like them I like them more than Colorado um, yeah they've got some some dead money contracts but they've got they're another team with their, there's a lot of young pitching around there's a lot of young and it's not a lot of name value in their rotation but there's a lot of young pitching around and I uh, I like this group and they're another team where they can go out and get somebody if they need to. I really like Luke Cheesy to have a season. Like yeah. to really no, have I a think, season. I think I, I think so too. And uh yeah, like Machado's numbers, like the 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 counting numbers are gonna go down a little bit just because of the ballpark, but mm-hmm. uh I think that they're. Uh, I, I think that, like that, that was a good signing. Like, yeah, you you a twenty six year old Manny Machado's a free agent and you got him. Yeah, that's that's pretty that's pretty good. <laughs> Uh, San Francisco Giants last year 73 wins 73 and a half they're projected to have the same season they did last year 115 going both ways they're worse this season yeah under five. every this is an already an old roster and everyone's a year older yeah it, I it, didn't understand for the life of me though the talk about well they were in on Harper like why like you're not yeah. gonna even if you have him you're not gonna be good this year next I, I, yeah yeah we have Buster Posey okay that's cool but like uh, Bumgarner, there's going to be some questions about him. Uh, mm-hmm. He's not looked good in the spring yet. No. He didn't look good last season. Uh, Longoria, obviously, best days behind him. Um, it's just it's 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 an older team, obviously, and uh, I uh, they're they're obviously trying to get a little bit younger, and that's fine. Uh, but they've got some pitchers who are either hurt or not effective, i.e. Cueto, i.e. Smarja. Uh, there's a lot of dead money on this roster too, so I like uh, I like the under for the Giants, and they're they're a team that um, even if guys have unexpected seasons and are unexpectedly good amongst their veterans, I think that that's a team that um, could be dismantling itself further uh, come uh, the middle of the summer. Seattle Mariners, every year <laughs> for the crossover podcast, we talked about them having a season. They always screwed us. Last year, we jumped off the bandwagon. 89 wins for the Seattle Mariners. Just missed the playoffs. Uh, 71.5 this year. That is a low number. And I understand they dismantled things a little bit. Mm-hmm. I kind of like the over. 
Uh, yeah, seventy-one's a bit of it. Seems like a bit of a little reaction. That's a bit of an overreaction to me. Yeah, seventy-one's but, low. I every year we try to get on the now on the, the, the Mariners Pythagorean wins and losses, which is uh, basically decided oh, yeah. based upon. Yeah. Uh, no, no, a little bit different. Uh, it's decided just based on your uh, your your run differential. Would yeah. tell you that last year they were about a seventy-seven win team that mm-hmm. won eighty-nine games and got super lucky. Uh, Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. Um, so if this was the tr- if if last year's team had a true talent of seventy seven wins, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden Segura is gone, and what you got out of out of Cano is gone, and Zanino's gone, like and Nelson Cruz is gone, how good are you really? Yeah. Um, so I can understand why the numbers where it is, but I still like the over. Yeah, the, the only thing is you, you got to pay minus one thirty on the juice. So because of that, it doesn't that makes the Mariners yeah. stay away. So that's unfortunate. Edwin Encarnacion, though. True, yeah. <laughs> Very weird. Oh god, he's gonna get. That's gonna it's be, gonna be bizarre. A, yeah, it'll be a hell of a thing when, because like the the when the Jays go to uh, Seattle for those three games, it's always a like yeah. the home away from home. For All the, Jays uh, fans. Yeah. yeah, it's ninety percent Jays fans, so it'll be strange when double E's there in a Mariners jersey. Um, the St. Louis Cardinals, everybody's favorite team. 88 wins last year, 88 and a half this year, minus 115 going both ways. Added Paul Goldschmidt. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. a big one. Very big one. Yes. Yeah. I, uh, I like the over and I, I typically get annoyed by the Cardinals, just the entire franchise, but I like the over and I know the, not, yeah. yeah, no, I like, I like the over. So yeah. It's gotta be. The, it's gotta be the over. They're gonna. They're gonna be mm-hmm. back in the playoffs this year, and we're gonna have to. We're just gonna have to sit there and take it. I think. Um, yep. Next up, the Tampa Bay Rays. Ninety wins last year. Of course, and, they had ninety wins. Yeah, of course. You know, <laughs> you looked at that roster and you said, "Yeah, ninety wins." It's a ninety win team. Yeah. Uh, Eighty-four. How many starting half. pitchers do you guys have? Two. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, they won't do that this year, despite no. the fact that I know that the depth chart looks a little bit strange. I don't think they're going to do a lot of openers because they went out and got Morton. I like Obviously, the fact they're good. projected to have seven starters on, <laughs> on their thing. Uh, that's funny to look at. Um, uh, and Glasnow will likely be in the major leagues a lot of this season. Uh, I, no, I like what they did in the offseason, though. They go out and get Zanino. That's going to be helpful. Um, they, they just made another like a series of kind of those buy-low type of sneaky little little value upgrade here, upgrade there type Classic of thing. Fam. Um, if they're in the AL Central, I I might be tempted to do some silly gambling things with them. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, they're in the same division as the Red Sox and the Yankees. Best of luck, fellas. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Stay yeah. away from me at the 84. Yeah. Because who knows what the hell the Rays yeah. are going to do, right? Yeah. Uh, no, yeah. But what, what weird baseball thing are they going to invent this time? Exactly, right? So, uh, well, were they the ones who did the thing where it was like, no, somebody who who's the team who did the thing in the playoffs where they're like we're starting a left-hander and they had the left-hander throw one batter and then brought out That's a Brewers. That was a Brewers who did that, right? And I saw yeah. that and I was like, how have I never thought of this, right? Like Yeah, no, that's really? glorious. And they ended like, up losing te- te- that game. I teams think. like here, here's the thing. If I was a major league manager, I would lie every chance I got. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like I would just like before a playoff game like, "Oh, yeah, I'm sitting Harper today. He seems cold." Like, yeah. <laughs> and then of course, he fit handy lineup card if he's hitting second. But yeah. like, you know, I would just I would lie constantly. Yeah, just through the teeth. Yeah. Uh Texas Rangers, Craig, 67 wins last year, 71 this year. Uh, 
uh, under. This is a really bad baseball team. Oh, man, they have still got the guys from the two series they lost to the Toronto Blue Jays. Those guys yeah. are still... and a lot of those guys team. are not good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, uh, Gallo isn't good. Mazzara, uh, no. Desh- like, obviously, DeShields. Runet Odor. Runet Odor is still playing Major League Baseball. Like, he was actually better last year than he had been in years past, but still... Yeah. Um, since Chu is still on this team, Jesus, it's a, it is a familiar-looking roster. Since but no, this is projected to be leading off for this team, which that whatever. can't possibly be right. <laughs> well, no, no, someone's got to. Yeah. Uh, no, I've, I, I like, I like the under. This team's bad. Yeah, very bad. Jeff Mathis, former Toronto Blue Jay for a season, is uh, is is their number one catcher. So says the projections. Yeah, well, there's Great also job, that. What's that? Uh, oh God, he's got some crazy name, Kinner Fafala or something. Yes, like yes, 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 yes. He's he's going to be seeing some time there too. Um, skip over one team. We'll head to the Washington Nationals. This is a team that I like. Eighty-two wins last year, eighty-eight and a half. I realize they subtracted uh, Harper. Harper. But to me, that just makes them an awesome Ewing Theory team. And if they're like there, there hasn't been a Ewing Theory team uh, this profuse. At, well, actually, uh, well, actually, technically, I guess the New York Islanders. We're seeing it right now with the New York Islanders in hockey, yeah. Craig, about how the, the Ewing a PDO fueled fluke. Yes, <laughs> yes, um, still counts. Still counts. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm just very, very, very excited to bet the under on the two. 2018, uh, 2019-2020 New York Islanders. I'm very excited about yeah, doing that. Yeah, the problem is, uh, like, we, you and I talked about that with the Vegas Knights last year. The problem is, they're, front, like, Lou Lamarillo's smart, man. <laughs> like, he might, he's, he hasn't bought yeah. into, like, well, Lamarillo here's what I would say, depending, video, like, right? uh, I will say this. Yeah. If I were an NHL general manager and had a chance to acquire the 2020 New York Islanders first round pick, yeah. I would really want to do that yeah, this summer. Um, I, I, yeah, hopefully, uh, for their sake. Uh, I'd like the uh, over uh, on... Well, maybe not the over. It's, yeah, I, but, but yeah, you know what? The over, because here's, here's why I like the over. Mm-hmm. Max Scherzer, Steven Strasburg, Patrick Corbin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the that's going to be... Tough. It's a tough division. If everyone's healthy. Yeah. That, that's, that's 90 baseball games where the starts right there. Yeah. It, it's... It's yeah. the The rotation is still fantastic. The lineup, even though yeah, you're missing Bryce Harper, it's still good. Those guys are the the guys out there are still gonna go out there. They're still gonna put up numbers. They're still gonna score runs. They're you know Scherzer and the boys are gonna rotate. They're gonna have two, possibly three, two hundred strikeout guys this year. Um, yep. Maybe two guys are going to push 250. Uh, they're they're, they're going to be fine. I, they're going to win uh, low 90s. So I absolutely love this. This this is one of my one of my big ones. Is I absolutely love the 88 and a half on over on the Washington Nationals. And uh, the Ewing theory supports my my uh, my claim to this one. All right. Um, Toronto Blue Jays. Our team, our, our favorite, favorite team. Let's get the gambling stuff out of the way before we discuss uh, mm-hmm. the nonsense. 73. The only major league baseball. 73 wins last year. I, tr- I truly don't care. 74 I, and a half this year. Minus 115 both ways. Yeah, I, 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 I truly don't care. Um over i guess mm-hmm. to get a bounce back if you get a bounce back season from sanchez 
if if one of these guys they signed is a uh, kind of the uh, uh, hopefully this works out type of guy as out of Buckholtz and uh, mm-hmm. and Shoemaker and if one of those guys works out then maybe you're okay. Yeah, just throwing stuff know. at the wall. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, you have nothing to lose except for baseball games, which this front office decided they're more than comfortable losing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in fact, they're so passionate about losing baseball games, they're going to let their best player yeah. play the first couple of weeks of the season in Buffalo. Oh, yeah. Oh, we're getting right into this? <laughs> all right. All right. Well, you, just, you just want to go right to it. Um, baseball is a broken, broken game. It, it is a broken system. I'm well, here's, a here's how you know it's a bro- – like, the entire CBA just needs to be – like, be if you have a situation there where Bryce Harper will... and Manny Machado are yeah. signing in February, yeah. that's a problem. We're, we're going to miss a season of baseball. When is the CBA up, Craig? Do you know off the top of your dome? It's it, uh, it's still a couple of years. I think twenty twenty two might be the year that so, we missed. So we're probably we're we're gonna miss a season of baseball. I'm I'm mentally prepared for it now. I'm pretty sure if I were Vince McMahon, I'd be saying start the XFL the year that there's no uh, that there's gonna be no baseball because we might have a shot to to do something there. Yeah. But twenty twenty two is the year, the yeah. first year without a CBA. By the yeah, way, so yeah, and there's, I just, I'm so mentally prepared that there's not going to be baseball that year, and it's going to suck <laughs> balls. But that's the reality. The system's just way too broken. I don't, I, I can't see them coming to any sort of an, an agreement that year. I just, yeah, I know, and, and like some of the solutions aren't too crazy. Like you yeah. Know, like okay, like you have restricted free agency after the first after f- three full seasons of service time or whatever it happens to be. Like there's as opposed to just this extra super two crap and all this stuff. Um, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. will likely file a grievance against Toronto Blue Jays mm-hmm. uh, just because Chris Bryant did it to the Cubs and they're still deciding Chris Bryant's grievance. But if Guerrero files a grievance, I hope they lose. Yeah. I hope the Jays. I truly do, it's because fun. this this whole thing has been keeping him down in the minors for pretty much a year long. Like he was a major league caliber hitter in June, yeah, maybe earlier. So a year longer needed to be in order to take money from a teenager's pocket and put it into the pocket of Rogers Communications. Mm-hmm. That's what this whole thing was about. So don't like, well, it's defensible for the team. Well, no, screw Rogers Communications, screw that. Uh, and and the Ross Atkins comments. I just don't see him as a major league player. Well, he's like, just flat out lying. Yeah. Like, yeah, just that's flat the thing. Out lying, yeah. Just go out and say, hey, you know what? We got a, a tough competitive camp. We'll see if Vlad makes a team. That's how you answer that question. Mm-hmm. Why it's... do you say I don't see him as a major league player? Yeah. Like you're 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 totally full of shit. Like it's just you're you're lying to your customers. You're lying to everyone. Like it's just it, it's it's inexcusable. And you're going to look even stupider in April twenty first on April twenty first, less than two months after that dumb comment. And all of a sudden, you're not going to believe who's who's going to be a major league player, yeah. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Other than the Kendris Morales deal, which you know, thank God we're in the last year of that nonsense. Mm-hmm. Um, I have more or less defended a lot of the the moves that uh, most of them have been somewhat reasonable. Yeah, but this the thing... public relations, the public relations thing's a little bit different. The way some firings went down, the way that the, the Jays were very slow to move mm-hmm. following the death of Roy Halladay, as far as their public reaction to it and things along those lines, they were very slow to move. Mm-hmm. So the public relations aspect of this front office has been poor and there is just as great an example of that at the, on what the Vlad Guerrero Jr. thing is anything. Yeah, it, it's getting more and more like they let Anthopolis go and brought in Shapiro because Shapiro seems to be a bit more of a yes man to me. 
Well, I, yeah, maybe. I don't know. It, it just it, like if the I, whole like, thing is done. It's it's not been great. Like and just flat out lying to us about with with the he's not a bit like go, like I understand you got to go out there and you got to be the guy and the the, the soldier who who's like who deflects that they're yeah. doing this, but somebody had to have fed him a better line than, than that. Just like, say, you yeah. know what, we're going to very, we get a very competitive training camp and you know, yeah. Vlad's trying to make the team or whatever. That's all you have to say. Yeah. Yeah. To, and just, to, just say that over and over again. Yeah. Flat out lying. I mean, the, the lineup should be fun this year, Craig. It should be at the very least fun, you know, like other than Kenner. Well, Alex, here's the thing. Like, last year, last year they could have salvaged the entertainment value of the season. Yeah. By just letting Vlad Guerrero Jr. come up and hit. Yeah, absolutely. But they did. But we got. Uh, you know, so that 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 will happen this season. Yeah, Grichuk, you, you hope that he has an entire season that's more like the second half of, of what he did last year. He started off incredibly slow, obviously, um, for the first. Yeah, second uh, half was fantastic. Second half he was fantastic. Hopefully, like it can become a full season of being fantastic. Uh, be interesting to see what they get out of Brandon Drury. Like that'll be fun. I see him climbing up in the lineup. He's projected to be like. Seventh right now, and Danny Jensen going to be catching games for the Jays regularly this year, who everybody seems to like. And then once we we get Vlad Guerrero back, and you know, once we actually get him in this lineup, we'll have him, Guriel, Pilar. You know, comes up for air every once in a while. It it, it, mm-hmm. it like at the very least, you'll have reasons to go to the ballpark yeah. for for yep. the Toronto Blue Jays, right? I yep, still no, don't I I still don't like their over or anything because like the rotation is such a giant question mark to me. And uh, do you think Devin mm-hmm. Travis? Do you think he has that red cross next to his name on his license plate or on his I, driver's I, license? I feel sorry, ba- I feel so bad for that guy. Yeah. Like it just it just his body isn't like. And look, I'm not sure I'm not sure how good Devin Travis is at this point lies, but he was a yeah. uh, a pretty big part of uh, of what went on in 2016 yeah. as far as uh, the Jays making the playoffs and having a nice little run. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's it's too bad. Um, if you had to guess, seventy-four and a half minus one fifteen going both ways. I know the over. I think the they. Over? I think they. I think they hit on Buckholz or they hit on like they hit on one of these flyer guys, and then one of Sanchez or Stroman is as good as they could be, and then they're then they're fine to get there, and they score enough runs. Please stop tweeting, Marcus Stroman. Just please. Can well, somebody tap him on the shoulder and just be like, please, just. Stop. What 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 which which series of tweets are you not happy about? Oh, some, just... Sometimes he's correct. Yeah, that, I guess you're. When he's saying, "Hey, this front office might be a little bit shady," like or at least implying it, you're like, oh, "Okay, now maybe he's right about that." Yeah, fair. But... Some of his, some of it, it's actually not even when he tweets about the organization not pertaining to him. I think he, uh, I think he makes some solid points, but his tweets that are self-referential for me are just kind of like, dude, <laughs> like. You haven't really had a great season yet in baseball, so like, like go out there and and have like a twenty win season, and then and then we'll 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 let you do these these sort of tweets. Um, God, not one player on the Jays is projected to have over one hundred and fifty strikeouts. Not one person in the rotation. No, oh man, so bad. Ah, it's gonna be a weird season. Uh, Craig Needles, thanks for doing this. Uh, we gotta get out of here because I gotta go out. I gotta get out of here and go see Captain do Marvel. Because you want to uh, do? Oh, really? Sorry. Okay, cool. We'll do World Series teams before you go. Oh Christ! We always yeah. We never we never do that. Um. Yeah. Uh, let me just. I'll give you my my playoff teams and yeah. uh, and division winners, and then you can give me yours. No, yeah. Hold on. Um, I think that down. the New York Yankees will win the American League East. I think Cleveland will win the American League Central. Houston wins the West. I think the two wildcard teams in the American League will be the Boston Red Sox and the Minnesota Twins. 
That's right. I'm going back to the well. Going back to the Twins well. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I think the Houston Astros will win the American League. Mm-hmm. I think that the Philadelphia Phillies win the NL East. I think that the Milwaukee Brewers win the Central and the Dodgers win the West. The two wildcard teams in the National League are the Washington Nationals and the St. Louis Cardinals. Mm-hmm. For the Cubs, which some people are disappointed by. And I think that the Houston Astros will win the World Series over the Philadelphia Phillies. Ooh, that's a fun one. Not yeah. sure if the... Uh... <laughs> Not sure if they would like that in uh, on Fox, but uh, we'll see. Um, uh, hey, Houston, Houston, Philadelphia, I think is perfectly reasonable. That's, that's true. Two yeah, top that top would have, yeah, yeah, and you know there'd be star power there with Harper. And yeah, you have Harper. And, you have yeah. all the guys in the Astros. You have two top five markets. I think that Fox, like obviously they they'd probably prefer Yankees versus Dodgers, but yeah. uh, I think Houston versus Philadelphia is not too far down their list of what they'd like to see. I'm gonna say the Yankees also win the AL East. I'm going to mm-hmm. say that the Cleveland Indians win the Central, mostly because they're the only team trying. Right, yes, that's... Uh, that's Well, Minnesota's trying to, but uh, yes, yeah. fair enough. I will say that the Houston Astros win the AL West. Uh, one of those wildcard teams is definitely going to be the Boston Red Sox. And... Uh, I'll tell you the I'll tell you a team that I was thinking about putting in Minnesota spot after you give me yours. I, but. I I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna say that the Chicago White Sox are playing Ooh. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna say the Chicago White Sox are gonna be playing the Boston Red Sox. We're gonna have a I was thinking about saying Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, possibly But it just yeah. shows you how messed up the American League is that yeah. literally like there's like there's six teams, seven teams tops that are trying to win this season. Yeah. I, That's I, I, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say the Chicago White Sox try enough and they they get the they get the second wild card and they get blown out by the Red Sox in, in a wild card game. Um, oh. National League I'm gonna say that the Phillies win the East, Cubs win the Central, Dodgers win the West, and then I'm gonna say, ooh. I'm debating for the wild card game. I'm debating on a Nationals Braves or National. No, no, the Reds aren't going to be good enough. So I'm going to say Nationals Braves is the uh, mm-hmm. is the wild card game. And then I am going to say that the New York Yankees are going to be playing the Philadelphia Phillies in a rematch of the 2009 World Series. The one World Series that Alex Rodriguez won. Yeah, that the Phillies also choked away. But like, yes. Yeah, Phillies should have won that. Yeah, so I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Phillies, 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 Yankees, Phillies, Yankees. Yeah, that's what. We're and doing. who wins? New York Yankees. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't. I don't like it. But um, I'm I'm gonna say that the New York Yankees win the World Series. Um, crossover podcast available at the crossoverpodcast.com, facebook.com slash crossover podcast, and soundcloud.com slash crossover podcast. We're on iTunes. Please rate and subscribe, five stars only. And as always, please download, but you don't necessarily have to listen to this podcast. Um, that's it for this week. A little bit late getting to you, but we'll be back within a few days because I'm actually going to get right out of here and get in my car and speed demon it over to the movie theater because i gotta go see captain marvel and uh we'll be back on the other side of this podcast talking captain marvel and then craig you'll be back in two weeks we're gonna make our march madness bracket and i'm not lying this time about when you're gonna be on (laughs) next time so thanks for doing this and we'll talk to you then on the crossover podcast